What up? It is High Definition Pod. This podcast that is. This is your boy Maurice. It was Therese. And we are back for another episode. Mm. How are y'all doing? Therese, how are you doing? Doing great, man. Um, It's been a great, great weekend. Uh, Yeah, real chill, dude. I mean, no complaints. Everything went smooth. How about yourself, bro? Same. Real chill. Um, Yeah, real chill. Had a little get together with, with with my crew, with my friends. You know, you know when you get together with your friends, mm-hmm. you you had them good good conversations. Oh, definitely. ESPN. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I got to mute that. <laughs> Silence. Thank you. <laughs> what just came through? Oh, uh, that was about uh, man. It was. Cat from Florida State posterizing one of the Louisville defenders. Nah. I ain't care about that. Just a highlight. Yeah, but else. yeah, man, we like we we got together, just had us a, just a chill time. Mm-hmm. Hey, just, you know, you just start getting to a real deep conversations. Oh, yeah. it, it was, it was good. So I I, I really enjoyed it. I'm, of course, as y'all know, we 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 love conversation. Oh, yeah, uh, that's what our podcast is about. But it was good. Um, Got to go to church yesterday, so that that was uh, that's always good. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a deep conversation yesterday. It was about shoes, though. <laughs> but it evolved. It evolved to shoes. You the sneakerhead? I guy. am, and like, yeah, like you know, I have like <laughs> you can relate to certain friends with certain things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we was just we was talking about apparel, and then like it like evolved into like shoes. But it tied in together though. Gotcha. But, but yeah, but yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm a sneakerhead. That's that's for fact. Yeah, I, that, ain't, that ain't my testimony. So. <laughs> yeah, look, I had to pull back a little bit though. I had to pull back a little bit though because hey. God God had to like reveal like some things about like idols and possessions and stuff like that. Mm. So like I ended up selling a bunch of my stuff, man. Like I sold a good bit of my shoes, but because it it was. People look at it and be like, oh, you know, you like what you like. Yeah, 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 true. But certain things have deeper meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. The reason why I sold that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it wasn't, it was, I mean, it was nice to have, but I didn't need it. Yes. I didn't need it, man. Gotcha. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. So, hey. yeah. So now I, I basically take, I weigh my wants and needs. You know, if I want it, why do I want it? Do hmm. I need it? Hmm. Do I have more pressing things that I could probably use? Yes, I probably do. Yeah. But I'm not gonna get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can see that. Yeah, but but anyway. Yeah. So today, ooh, oh no, yeah, yeah, really? we always got to give them for new listeners. Oh yeah, okay. You know, yeah. let's yeah, just yeah, give them that. Give if you if you're a new listener, this is a High Definition Podcast. Uh, this is a platform that's about conversation. It's mm-hmm. about perspective. Uh, me and Therese, uh, we don't consider ourselves to be experts. We're just students. Uh, only thing we want to do is we want to offer you another perspective, get the conversation started between you, your friends, your family. Um, we do seek to come from a biblical perspective, but mm-hmm. we do also make sure we try to include, you know, just our own human experience. Yes. We are not trying to be super, super deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just want to give you just life from the Christian perspective as best yeah. as we can. As best as we can. And let y'all know, hey, we go through the same stuff that y'all do. Oh, definitely. um, As we also always say, too, uh, our conversations are just based on our experiences, our revelation. Mm -hmm. Um, We may experience something that causes, that gives us another perspective, and we'll come back and talk about it. Or 
uh, we may have a guest on here that will uh, take the conversation deeper. Yep. Or uh, maybe some of you that engage with us uh, or some of you new listeners that may engage with us, uh, your input may cause us to look at things differently as well. So mm-hmm. we are definitely open to you know the dialogue. We're not uh, closed-minded or we seek to try not to be. So uh, right. that's that's what we're about. Um, before we get into the conversation today, uh, today is January the 18th. Uh, today is. is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Ah, so yes. we want to yes, uh, yes. definitely pay homage to him, uh, to his legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think for me, just looking at some of the quotes that I've seen today, mm-hmm. it just had me thinking about uh, just various things, um, especially with our society today, mm-hmm. just how... Um, the things that he fought for, the equality, mm-hmm. not just for us as African Americans, but he he really did. He wanted to see all ethnicities uh, come together just as one. And I, I, my my hope and prayer is that we don't forget uh, his his fight. Um, it's not about black over white, white over black. It's about all of us as humans, as God's children, mm-hmm. coming together as one. To help to better life for all, uh, it's a fight. Uh, it's gonna be we gotta fight for it. But my hope and prayer is that we all we fight together, not against each other. Yeah, and so. that's facts. I mean, family man. Um, he loved his wife. He had, loved his family. He like loved his kids. Yeah, I mean, and you know, that's something that you can really look up to because uh, being a parent, being parents, of course, right. being parents, you know. Um, being able to raise our raise our children um, on values and morals, and uh, seeing them walk that out. Yeah, I mean, because his kids to this day still they still walk that. They still they still talk that. They still. Did you see the tweet from his daughter? Today? I did about uh about people. Oh oh that one. Yeah about uh go ahead. What was it? I'm about to read it. Read, so read it yeah. from um, Dr. Bernice King, she said, "Please don't act like everyone loved my father. He was assassinated. It's oh, a fact. A 1967 poll reflected that he was one of the most hated men in America. Definitely most hated. Many who quote him now and evoke him to deter justice mm-hmm. today would likely hate and may already hate the authentic the authentic King. That when I seen that tweet earlier, that that made me. That's, that's, that's a, that's a pretty powerful tweet, dog. Yeah. Because I mean, how I took it was, I mean, okay, it's been proven that that the bullet did not kill him. Yeah, the bullet did not kill him. He was actually suffocated. Do you know that? I've heard. Mm-hmm. I've heard the various. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna say air quote conspiracies. Uh-huh. I mean, around, around his death. I so. think about it. So, all right. <laughs> We're not gonna dip into that, but um, didn't Coretta Scott have a uh, lawsuit against the FBI, and she won? Right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, she won that. So I missed that part. That's an admission. That's an admission of some wrongdoing, right? Oh my. Uh huh. Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Do your research, people. <laughs> <laughs> but phenomenal man. Yeah. Uh, we still to this day remember everything you did. Um, for social justice, dog. Appreciate it. Love it. And, and uh, the fight goes on. The fight goes on. May God rest your soul. And, yeah. 
we'll, we'll go into the conversation of that fight on another on another on another episode. <laughs> <laughs> but T, what are we talking about today, today, man? All right, today now today is going to be one of those ones that kind of pricks. Uh, this is about God's truth about us versus our own truth. Dun, dun, dun. That might not be the, the title, but that's the topic. Yeah. All right. So to lead this off, you know, there are two types of truths in this world. Mm-hmm. There's human truth and then there's God truth. All right. Human truth. It's made up out of is made up out of convenience, feelings based, reality based. God's truth it was established before we even existed, and it never changes. Mm. Mm, yes, yes. How you feel about that? It's good definitions, right? Very good. Um, one of the things that one of the notes that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably repeat it too. Um, if we look at it from a biblical sense, mm-hmm. almost every time you see truth, it's always connected to God and His nature. That's facts. Therefore, we cannot separate actual truth from God. God is truth, and truth is God. That's where it says that. So, probably more so when we. Yeah, the way we say it today is, you know, I'm living my truth. My truth. That's a that's a that is a a staple quote. Yeah, that is running um, rampant. And that is is it is in the mouths of a lot of people. A, a lot, and even us believers, very much so. We and, gotta watch that. And I'm not I'm not not I'm not knocking nobody. No that God, says no. It. Yeah, no, so no, no, no. If no. you if you're hearing this, I'm not I'm not knocking at all. We just like we said, we just trying to get a perspective on mm-hmm. it, and. I guess my thing, though, I think I shared it with you. Mm-hmm. Can we really say that our truth is truth, or is it more so just our opinion? So, ah, yes, it's a bit. I think it's an opinion, but when I said when I said it's made out of, uh, it's convenient, mm-hmm. it's feeling based. Yeah. So my truth, as my like emotions are, are ever in motion, emotion. So how our feel hmm. our feelings keep going. They change. Depending on the state of our being. Push pause. Go back. Break that break okay. e- break emotion down again. E- I, I like that. Motion. Ever motion. Our feelings are forever in motion. Depending on the state of our being at a specific time. So I said I'm if I say I'm hungry and I go eat something, am I hungry anymore? Mm-mm. My state of being has changed. Right. Okay, so my truth in that moment was, you was hungry. I was hungry. According to human standard, my truth in that moment was I was hungry, but it changed. So now my truth is now I'm full. You ready to take a nap? Right. So when I said human truth is feeling based, based on her reality, mm-hmm. it's made up out of convenience. Right. Because in that very moment, I was hungry. So if we base it, if we base it on feelings, it's gonna, it's gonna be a, it's never it's never a truth. It's an it's an unstable thing. It's not firm. There you go. Where God's truth doesn't change. 
regardless of how you feel about it. Right. So why do you think, why do so many people not, I'm not even going to say, why do we, mm -hmm. because I, I let's can- throw us all, Let's throw us, yeah. us all together. Yeah, so why why do you think we uh, don't hold to God's truth and we want to kind of deviate and have our own or- Because it's convenient in the <clears throat> story, because- We look at Christ and what he endured. Mm -hmm. He was man. He was also God. Fully man and fully God. Right. So he endured a lot while he was here. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's look at when he was in the garden. And um, he was praying. It was like, Lord, take this cup from me. So in that moment right there, mm, I'm going to watch how I say this. Could you say in that moment, in that moment, his human side was like, was anxious, maybe a little fearful. Now, I say that to say this. Right after he expressed his He he took his. Uh, I'm gonna use that. Now, you can correct me. That's fine. I'm gonna say he took. I don't. I don't want to say he was fearful because how I would perceive it is in that moment, knowing that he's about to endure the cross, mm -hmm. I'd be scared. Yeah. I mean, quote unquote, that's a human thing, right? Fear of course, is a human thing. But in the same token, he knew the will of God for his life. So. Though he might have been scared for that small minute, he also said, but you know what, Lord? Your will be done here. Mm -hmm. And that's how we have to look at everything. We have to look at it as though the feeling that we might be feeling in that moment, that's a reality. But I take my feelings and I take them to the word of God. Mm -hmm. Now, what does the word say, God? What does God say about this? Okay. What does it say about fear? It says fear not what? 300 sometimes a lot it says a lot in the bible yeah you know so though i may hey do i walk through the valley of the shallow death i, I will fear, fear no, no evil. evil why because god is with me you see that he's not giving me the spirit of fear there it is but he's giving us power love and sound mind so when something's feelings based it is unstable but when we take our feelings Filter that through the word of God. Stability. So now I know how to maneuver through life, through specific things that I go through. Yeah. The word of God. Let me shout this out real quick. First off, shout out to Pastor Angie Cleveland with the dope EP she just dropped. Ooh. I took this. From one of the one of the one of the verses she put in there, she said, "Your word creates a space." And I sat there and I was driving, and I was like, "Oh, oh, thank you, Lord." How I feel 
I take it to the Word of God. Mm-hmm. The Word of God creates a space for me to process that feeling. Right. Without the Word of God, I'm going to be all over the place. Mm-hmm. So there's no stability there. It gives us strategy yeah. on how to maneuver through our feelings. It gives us something concrete to apply it to. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's deep, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, human truths are generated for one purpose. Um, to get back what you were saying. Um, and that purpose is to I'm gonna walk on eggshells here. It seems like the the new age theology that is going through right now. When we use that term, I'm living my truth, it's, to me as a believer in Christ, when I see that and I hear that, it seems like it's to make what our sin is Mm -hmm. lesser. You know what I'm saying? And we know that sin, the Bible says sin separates us from God. Mm -hmm. But God's truth which is concrete, it's never changing, it exposes our sinfulness, not to condemn us, but to convict us to repentance mm. that ultimately draws us closer to him. Yeah. So, can we live by our truths, or should we live by the truth that God has, uh, has placed in his word about us? Well, of course, we should be living by God's truth. Mm -hmm. But I think the beautiful thing, God gives us free will and free choice. That is a fact. So because he he gives us that. He's very poor choice. (laughs) He is the, he, he, you probably heard, if you've been in church like us, you you heard that he's the the perfect gentleman. Facts. So he does not force himself on us. Nope. Um. I mean, the Bible says, I think it's in Revelation, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. Mm-hmm. So he's not... He's, he's not going to kick the door in. Yeah, he's not kicking the door in yeah. and going to make you do anything. Now, <laughs> excuse me. Now, he will orchestrate situations Ooh. to bring you back to yes, him. Yes, he will. But at the end of the day, the decision is still yours. Yes. So, like I said, a lot of times when we're saying I'm living my truth, um, I'm of the opinion... That that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. an opinion. It's an opinion. But it's not. We can't. It's not. It's I not. don't think we can call it truth. No. no. Now that that's my opinion to say that yes. you may. That, that's no. That's my opinion as well. Yeah, I mean, for those that listening, you may disagree. But I I'm just of the opinion that when we say I'm living my truth, I think it's more so I'm living my opinion because, like mm-hmm. I said, when we look at it, especially from a biblical sense, and mm-hmm. if we're believers, you cannot separate truth from God. You cannot. I'll, probably, I'll try to list. I'm, I'm a. I'm not going to quote all these, but I'm going to list them out. So, if you look at Psalms 25, verse five and ten, it talks about how truth and God are connected. Um, now, one I do want to say is Psalms 33 and four, for the word of the Lord is right, and all of His work is done in truth. Mm. All right, um, God uh, in Psalms 51 and six, He says He He desires truth in our inward parts, and in the hidden part, He makes us to know wisdom. Um, 
Psalms 86 and 11, teach me your way, O Lord, I will walk in your truth. You mm. name my heart to fear your name. Psalms 89 and 14, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Mercy and truth go before your face. Truth is always wherever God is. Facts. Uh, Zechariah 8 and 19, he tells us love, truth, and peace. If you go to the New Testament in the book of John, uh, the word of God became flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld his glory and the glory of the only begotten father. He's full of grace and truth. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth come through Jesus Christ. Mm. What did Jesus say in John 14? Behold, I am the way, the truth, truth and, and the life. Therefore, no man comes to the Father except by me. That's fact. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth. Not a truth, not my truth, the truth, which means that's absolute, it's singular. The truth is always connected to God and Jesus. So how can we say we live in our, well, we can say we live in our truth, mm -hmm. but is it actually the truth? Mm. That's the question we got to ask ourselves. So we got to hold ourselves up, like you just said. Mm -hmm. You know, we have our feelings, we have our opinions. Yeah. But especially us as believers, we're supposed to hold it up to the word of God. Right. To make sure that we're, we're on the right, we're on the right path, we're on the right track. Uh, what is it in Hebrews? Uh, the word of God is quick and powerful, sharpening any two-edged sword. Uh, it's a discerner of the thoughts mm -hmm. and the intents of the heart. Yeah. So us hold, and Jesus said, um, heaven and earth will pass away before my word passes away. That's a fact. So the word is, is here before we ever got here. Yeah. So if it was here before you, it means it was here before your opinions. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it's going to hold greater weight. Facts. So I, just, it's just to me, you know, when when a day where mm -hmm. everybody has their opinion. Yep. I, I heard somebody say, it, it's funny when I, heard, when I heard them say it's kind of funny. Opinions are like noses. Everybody right. got one. Everybody got one. Yeah. So, you know, of course, you like, like we just said a, a few moments ago, um, you're God gives you the free will to do whatever you want. That's a fact. But is it going to be right in his eyes? That's what we got. That's the litmus test. That's the litmus test right there. Well, what I wonder why. Well, I just said it because he gives us free will. There it is. But could, those we, who we, if we know his word and we still, we still. We know his word, we know his will, and we still operate outside of it. That's a scary place to be. It is. Let me tell you why. So, it's funny. God gave me, the, I don't know, I've been talking about Jonah a lot here. And this is how I feel sometimes, right? All right, so. Well, you and Jonah been having uh, Me and Jonah have been having a great time, dog. <laughs> like, so, and this is funny because, like, I'm, this is why I love riding in a car with no radio because God just he brings forth I say he downloads stuff into me but he don't do that he just brings it to the forefront the stuff that you already know uh, thank you. it's thank just you. you and him that's it it's just me and him no distraction and Carter yeah, sometimes but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but alright so this is what this is what he dropped in my spirit he said God's will for our lives may make us uncomfortable mm. but there's safety in his will Mm. All right. It is more beneficial for us to be in God's will and uncomfortable 
than be outside of his will and be comfortable. The very thing that is outside of God's will that we are being comfortable with could be the very thing that leads us to destruction. There's a way that seems right into a man, but the end therefore destruction. Boom. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Lord, help me, so, home, help me home. I thought. Oh no, go ahead, get, go ahead. I got, bro, I got my stuff right here. Go ahead and release that now, bro. Okay, so. Lord, they got more room got stuck in my throat. <laughs> okay, so we just talked about people being comfortable. Mm-hmm. Say, go back to that last statement where you you talk, you talk about comfort. Okay. So being oh, so outside the will of God. Okay, yeah, it's, it's it is it is more beneficial for us to be to be in God's will and uncomfortable than outside of God's will and be comfortable. So does our our comfort? Mm-hmm. I'm also uh, I'm of the opinion that the reason we quote unquote we live our truth based on that statement that you just made mm-hmm. because what what did what did Paul say was the purpose of the fivefold ministry? It's for the work of the ministry, but it's to edify us mm-hmm. so that we become like Christ. Right. It's a very uncomfortable thing. Paul also said, "In my flesh do a no good thing." Right. So in order for us to be like Christ, that process, that um, that process of us becoming more like Him, that pruning, that mm-hmm. cutting, mm-hmm. that's the part that we want to run from, right? And that's the part that Why? keeps us because it's uncomfortable to get cut. It's never. Remember that quote: "There is a funeral that takes place every morning that I wake up." When did you say that? I said, it might have been off air. <laughs> There's a funeral that takes place every morning that I wake up. Because my flesh wants to rise every morning. But I have to kill it mm-hmm. with the word of God. Right. God, is, he's shaping, like, when we when we say that Christ is the son of God, and that he died on the cross for our sins, that quote, we have to take on the cross. Yeah. You got to think about what Christ went through on the cross. Body what, took a beat. To get to the, to get, was it Viva De La Rosa? The walk, the walk to the where he ultimately was going to be mm-hmm. crucified. So let's think about the build up here. Yeah, beat. Mm-mm. Before that. The men were ridiculing him, yeah. spitting on him. Then he got beat, Bruh. and they were still berating him. You spit on spitting me, spitting on him. He didn't fight back. He did not fight back. You spit on me now. All. You spit on me now. As much as I try to avoid that was, fighting, that's the that's the lamb. That's Bruh. the lamb. That's the lamb that was being slain right there. All right. So he's being beaten. He's being berated. Mm-hmm. Put a pen in that. So, when we try to, when we are living, when we live our lives to be of the godly standard, you're going to get ridiculed. Yep. You're going to get mocked. They did the same thing to Christ. Unpin. So, now, <laughs> he's <laughs> he's suffering. Right. Now, he has to carry this cross up this hill to where he is ultimately getting ready to be pinned down in his hands and in his feet. 
Right. All right. So now he's they they hammered him in, both hands stretched. Mm-hmm. They hammered into his feet, both feet on top of each other. Boom. They lift him up. Now, if you have never read what a crucifixion does to your body while you are hanging there, look it up. It is mm-hmm. a very painful process. This man did not, Christ did not die instantaneously after this. Mm-mm. This is where the suffering takes place. And this is when, this is when it talks about we have to take in the, we have to, we will, he'll give us a crown of life, but we have to, we have to be in the suffering. I think it's in Timothy. Right. Yeah. Um, we have like the same, the suffering that Christ went through, we have to go through that here. If we suffer with him, we'll reign with him. There it is. Yes, it's in Timothy. Um, there it is. So now. Here's the suffering part. He's he's sitting there. Okay, after a while, you know, his shoulders dislocate. Mm-hmm. Now he's he's trying to maneuver. Like maybe he's maybe he's he's trying to, like, it's very painful. I don't even want to go through it. But um, a lot of a lot of your your body dislocates because you're hanging there. So all yeah. of his weight, you know, on his feet, mm-hmm. you know. So, well, according according to some of the, um, he actually had it was like a little seat on mm-hmm. it. Which, fun fact, the seat is called a mercy seat on the cross. It's like a, it's like a little seat that he That's had crazy. that he has on there, and I come to, I come to find out is that it's actually called a mercy seat, and he could adjust himself, but still with this, him with him hanging there right. is. It's not that it's not that big. It's literally like a little piece of yeah. plank right there. If, if if y'all listen, y- y'all just listen to us. Go and actually do a study yeah. and do your research on a a Roman crucifixion. And it's very, it's, very, it's very painful to even read. But he's suffering there. But he knew the glory that was gonna mm-hmm. come. We have to be the same way. Yeah. Here on earth. Paul said in. Um, Pop talked about it. Shout out to Apostle uh, Ryan and Pastor Eric and Jensen from City Gate Mission International. Ooh, ooh. So uh, he talked about uh, he brought up the chapter yesterday, mm-hmm. and I had I have not read this chapter in a while. But he talking about he was talking about uh, Philippians three. Um, you know, I forget those things right behind me, and I pressed toward the mark. Mm-hmm. A few verses before that, though, is one of my all time favorite verses. Paul said that I may know him in the power of his resurrection mm-hmm. and in the fellowship mm-hmm. of his suffering. A lot of times we want we want that power we want we, we want that suffer. glory. We gotta also go through that suffering too. You got to. It says it in the word. And that I may know Him in that power and in that suffering. Suffer like Christ. He's there with us when we're suffering. He's there with us when we when we get cut. Why? Because He's already experienced. He's experienced it, it all. But we want to be so comfortable. We yeah. don't want to go through that process. You won't get no crown if you ain't suffered at all. Another reason I think we we they, we've gotten comfortable too is you know, like I said earlier, us getting cut, mm-hmm. us getting uh, corrected. Mm-hmm. It's so we can be like Christ. Yeah. We, I think mean, Elder Mark Moore said it best. The love language of this generation is offense. All right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is. The love language of this generation is offense. Therefore, I think we said on a on a part last uh, last season. Mm-hmm. 
the truth is going to offend you. Oh, definitely. So the fact that, like we said, we take our feelings, mm-hmm. we take our opinions, we take whatever whatever it is that, that we have as humans, mm-hmm. and when we hold up to the word, mm-hmm. and when the word says, okay, that's wrong, and you need to be doing it like this, mm-hmm. because we thought we could do it like this and be okay, now we're offended because mm-hmm. this is what the truth of the word mm-hmm. says. Mm-hmm. And if we say we if we say we're believers, well, I thought I could do it like this. I thought I could do this and that that that. Now you're like, I don't like that. I want to do it my right. way. You go do it your way. God would allow you to do that. But that don't mean you're gonna have His back and His blessing on it. Fact. So example here. Here's, here's where I go into Jonah. God told Jonah to go to Nineveh. Yep. Preach the gospel there. Uh, about their impending doom. That's the uncomfortable place. Mm-hmm. That's the uncomfortable place, but it's in God's will. <laughs> but Jonah chose to disobey God and opted to go to Tarshish. Okay? His choice. God allowed him to do that. Yeah. Now, you remember when Maurice said that God will orchestrate things to get you back in his will? Mm-hmm. What happened? He gets to Joppa, gets on the boat. They get out there in the waters. God troubles the waters. They're like, oh, God, what is going on here? Let's throw everything off the boat. Then they go down to the bottom. Oh, man, a God. They knew who he was. They knew who he was. They called him by his name. Oh, man of God. Maybe you need to call out to your God and see if he can stop this. (laughs) And they were like, well, maybe you the reason why this is happening. So, And then he said... He he admitted it, literally in the Bible verse. He admitted that yeah, this is this yeah. So he said, "All right, Lord, don't." He, I think he, what he said. He said he didn't want. They know they cried out to God and said, "We don't want this man's blood on our hands." But they threw him right into the water, and God commanded a big fish to come up and get him. Is that why we so jacked up now? Yes. I mean, us as a nation. Yes, it is because we are running and not doing what we're supposed to be doing. We being the church. Yes, we being the church. Yes, he has or he has called us to do things. We we sitting, boy. We we got that we got that little uh that little life preserver. We got that little life preserver and we on the yacht chilling. Chilling. I'm safe. I'm safe, but we got all these people out here drowning. And, and, the, and the storm is just blowing through. And they're looking for answers. And we got it. But we don't want to, one, throw the life preserver out. And then, two, have we been so... Well, I feel like we done took a turn. Some, we somewhat. have. Have we been silent so long mm. that it. the truth that, that we actually have, the actual truth, has we've been silent with it for so long that now... They're looking towards their own truth. Yep. And now we don't we're not able to give them the actual truth of what needs to be done but, and what, what should be said. Because, how we, should be because doing we have tainted our witness from sitting too long and shutting up. Or another 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 side of that, we have sided with Egypt on a lot of our problems. Oh, we've invited Babylon into Oh, there it is. We have invited them in. Cause when you said that it made it made me think not so much of Egypt, but I think it's in Isaiah. When Hezekiah invited Babylon, mm-hmm. he, he invited some of the people from um, Babylon in, and he showed them everything that was in the temple. Mm-hmm. 
And then several years after that, Babylon came and took Israel out. Right. So could we could it be we have a lot of issues is we've invited them in and now they see what we got or they see the glory that we have mm-hmm. and now they're trying to keep us from actually being able to release that glory. Strateg- However, strategizing. If it, you can't stop God. No, you can't. You can't stop his people. Mm-mm. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Jesus said that. We just got to say yes to we just got to say yes to what God has told us to do. And do it. Not just say yes. Faith without works is dead. Yep. Cuz we'll pray about things in a heartbeat. But that same thing that you're praying for, you actually have to you probably you act, God has given you Okay, here's the deal. We like strategy. We need strategy. We need strategy. Just how the military uh before they go into battle, you have to strategize. Yep. You can't just walk out there aimlessly. Nope. You got to strategize. You need we need to know one, what is going on around us. Yep. The music that's going on. Why? We got to have strategy to combat that. We got to have it. God is just not going to have us going out there without strategy. All right. Dumb, blind to what's going on and deaf to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because there's theology that's rising that is standing against the word of God. The doctrine of devils. But if we don't know what these are, we can't strategize against them. Right. Because what's going to happen is we we as a church have been so dumb, blind, deaf to all this stuff that's going on mm-hmm. that when it hits us, we're like, yo, where did that come from? Now we're scrambling. We playing checkers. Satan playing chess. We playing the wrong game here, guys. Right. Because he's already steps ahead of us. Because mm-hmm. one, he knows his time is running out. That's why the days feel a lot shorter. Yes, if you not have not realized the days are starting to feel a little, a little shorter. Right. Guys, there, there's scientific practice, uh, scientific evidence that the days are feeling a lot shorter. Yeah. Because I, kid, I kid you not, I was at the security desk at work the other day, yesterday, and I was um. Like the sun was up, mm-hmm. like the sun was going down, but it was still like vibrantly light. Right. I was sitting there, had a five minute conversation with the security guard. I turned back around, it's dark. I'm like, that was quick. In a in a matter of five to ten minutes, if this the it was the, it was dark, dark. Yeah. that quick, that quick. It wasn't a gradual thing, Mm-mm. or it was gradual. It was just fast. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So we as the body of Christ. One, we gotta get uncomfortable. And we gotta make we gotta combat this stuff. We gotta have strategy for this stuff. We got to. I think too, a, a lot of us because you mentioned us about praying, like mm-hmm. we'll pray in a minute. Well, and we, minute. we should. And we should. We should. We should pray before, during, and, and after. after. Because I think when we do pray, mm-hmm. number one, and we said this in another episode last, last season too. Mm-hmm. Us praying is us acknowledging God. Right. Us praying is also him giving us strategy for what to do. Mm-hmm. We pray during. That way, okay, God, we're we doing this right. Do we need to make some adjustments? This, 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 and that. Us praying is us keeping God in the loop. It's us yes. acknowledging him like, God, we can't do this unless you know, unless you do it. You know, the church in the book of Acts, that was a praying church. Yeah. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? 
never disrespect prayer, never disrespect the power of prayer. But like Therese said, we've also got to be faith that our works are dead. So after we pray, after we get our strategy, now we got to put feet to it and get it moving. Feet to it. Feet to it. All right. Um, so to get back, um, this all ties in together, of course, but oh yeah. to get back. So we just, gonna, we just no, talking. We just talking. So truth. So personal testimony here. So I battled pornography addiction for like 10 years. Wow. 10 years. 10 years. Had I not won stayed in the word strategized I'd still be in that that was that was my reality that mm-hmm. wasn't my truth because mm-hmm. the the lord says that I'm I'm set free I'm redeemed all that that's that's the that's my truth that's my truth I I didn't choose to just accept the fact that this was my reality. Mm-hmm. No, it was my reality, but it wasn't my truth right. because I know what the word of God says. And we have to be that way with anything that we're going through. Right. It doesn't matter what scope. It doesn't matter if you're an alcoholic. It doesn't matter if you're a drug addict. If you're someone who's called in adult, adultery, if it doesn't matter if somebody that's uh, fornicating, it doesn't matter what it is. It's like we have to look at the word of God and say, Lord, okay, how, what does your word say about me? Yeah. And we have to uh, speak that over our life daily. You got to speak it over your life daily. You got to surround yourself with people who say, who say the same thing yeah. about you. All right. This is one of those. This is one of those moments. This is one of those in, in instances where it's okay to have like-minded people around yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Because, and it's also best to have people around you who've come through this. As well, so they have a they have a, the same perspective, but they also see the deliverance side of it, because deliverance is taking you from one place and can deliver you to something else. So where I was was not what God called me to be, according yeah. to His Word. Yeah. So I had to get with some people who one would pray for me, would speak life into me, but I also had to speak life into myself. Yep, David encouraged himself. Had to, have to. So whatever it is that you're dealing with, just know that that is not, that may be your reality, but that's not the truth that God has called you to. Mm-hmm. That is not the truth that God has called you to. First Peter 5 and 10 says, and the God of all glory who has called you to eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. After you have suffered a little while, he himself will restore, make you strong, firm, and steadfast. What did I have to do in there? I suffered. Those urges still plague me to this day. Doesn't mean I have to give in. Why? Because I am firm and steadfast in the word of God. Doesn't matter what affliction you have. I'm going to call it an affliction. Sin, whatever. Whatever your affliction is. You better know that word. You better stand on it. You're going to suffer. Like, 
it's you have to deny yourself. The Bible talks about denying yourself. But I mean, also too, don't don't feel bad about it because no, we're human. We are. So we we all have some type of an urge to do something. Exactly. I mean, we're we're um, David said. David said in Psalms 51, I believe, we're, we were born and shaping in iniquity. Yes. So the simple fact that you was born, yes. you got something in you that just wants to sin. Yeah. It, no matter how much of a God, how godly of a home you, mm-hmm. you were raised in, facts. it's something that's going to be in you yes. that's just going to want to sin. But we have to deny it. We have to say, Lord... This is and you got to be truthful about. It. That's the yeah. first thing you got to be truthful about. You got to be truthful about it. Don't deny it because that's pride. Yeah. And the fall comes after pride, yo. The beautiful thing is when we acknowledge it, God is the right. He is right there to help us. He already knows it. That's the thing about it. We want to run from it and deny it, but God is like in that thing with you. He's like. He knows the number of hairs on your head. So he knows every he's the one that so, created us. He knows, he knows everything, every single thing about the, us. The word of God says that he literally stitched us together in our parents' womb, our mother's womb, dog. He Bruh. stitched us together. Which means he knows the fabric of your very makeup. Everything about you. Everything about you. Before you even do it, he already knows. He already knows. He already knows. So and it's it's kind of it's not funny, but I just love how how we end up flowing. Just mm-hmm. you know, when you bought you bought up about you know your your porn mm-hmm. uh, addiction um, struggles. I went through the same thing. You know, now I don't know about you. Normally, when I when I hear people talk about they're living their truth, mm-hmm. it's usually uh, the conversation is usually around a person's uh, like their sexual preference. Oh, definitely. And that that's normally the conversation. That's usually the com- that's usually the conversation. I to my knowledge, I have not heard anybody say it around something else. Mm-hmm. It's just I just haven't been exposed to it. Yeah. I'm not saying somebody else hasn't said it. Right. But normally that's a conversation I normally hear it around. It's true. That's so, I mean, that's 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 true. I've i that's the only that's the only context. But as I as I've studied my for myself, I I my my actions mm-hmm. would prove that. At that time period, that was my truth. That right. I was caught in this. I'm never gonna get out of it. So I just willingly do it. Yeah, you know. And it it took. Oh man, it was as stunning. The story is me and Candace were dating. Mm-hmm. Now was, you know, and what was this? I want to say this is what two years in our relationship. Two years in our relationship. Yeah. So we were having our. Uh, we had a little couple's devotional, but we would do every week. Um, and I was wrapped up in that thing. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about I was in the pit, dog. I was in the pit. I'm sitting there like, there's no way in the world I can tell this woman about this because I'm so embarrassed about it. Mm-hmm. God knows this. And it, and she can tell you the story. I, pr- I prayed before we did that devotional. I said, Lord, you got to tell her because I... I ain't gonna, I ain't strong enough to do it. Mm. And we're sitting there, and then you go through the little exercise at the end, and you start praying. And out of nowhere, she says, "Therese, I don't know where this is coming from, but she says, um, have you ever struggled with porn, porn addiction before?'" And I almost broke down 
right there. Wow. I said, yes. I said, she said, she said, I'm like, like, I'm, you know, like, she said, don't be ashamed. You know, don't be ashamed or anything, you know. Um, and this is the redeeming part, man. This is the redeeming part right here. This is how Christ redeems us. She says, okay, um, this is kind of new for me. Mm-hmm. She said, but I still love you and we're going to get through this. And boy, when I tell you, that's powerful. It was like a weight that got lifted off in that moment. That set me on the path of one creating strategy, mm-hmm. knowing what your triggers are. Yep. There's certain things I can't watch. There's certain things that I can't listen to because how the mind works. You hear something, your brain starts processing it, yep. and your, your heart gives it a value. Thank you, Pastor Angie. but that's what like you literally don't understand when you're trying to escape something the strategy is very uncomfortable Mm. it's very it's very um inconvenient Mm -hmm. but you inconvenient yourself in that moment to convenience yourself down the line yeah you know what i'm saying to get free there it is you have to that's the uncomfortable thing living our own truth in God's eyesight is actually keeping us bound facts it's fact because you're saying that what your word says Ain't good enough. Ain't good enough compared to what I'm going through. Or where I am. How prideful is that? For That's us very to, prideful. For us to tell God, your way is not going to free me. It's funny that we say the word pride. Like, as, as we're talking, like, this. Hmm. Like, how prideful is it for us to say, I'm living my truth and I'm free? Mm-hmm. But in his eyesight, you're really not. It's really not freedom because not. He, he it, said it may feel like it. But like I said before, feelings change. The very thing that we are comfortable with could be leading us to destruction. Yeah. I'd rather be suffering, not giving in, and be in the will, than to be just giving in and out of the will. That is a scary place. Yeah. It may not look scary, but on the outside, on the backside of that, oh, God. And I think, because when we say I'm living my truth, uh, let me ask this. And mm-hmm. I, re- I really hope, so, I, I want somebody to really, this, I, I want I somebody do. to listen to this. I, I want you to give us your feedback on this. Please do. Are we really saying, you know, I'm being honest. I just had it and then I lost it that quick. You're being honest with yourself, but you're not being honest with God. Yeah. Could it be that, you know, when we say well, I'm living my truth, I'm just saying this is a part of me that I I do this. I'm not changing right now. And I know what I'm doing is wrong, but there it is. Is what we're doing when we say I'm living my truth, 
it, would you say that it's almost like us saying us giving us ourselves an out or giving ourselves an excuse to keep doing something mm-hmm. that we know is not right in God's eyesight? Yeah. And it also could be too, because you're responsible for what you know. It could be some people just doing. Lord, forgive me. It could be that we're doing something. Yeah. And we just haven't come to the full knowledge of what God says about it. Right. That goes back to Bible illiteracy. We got to know the word. Yeah. Show yourself approved. Because if we know the word, then we're going to walk by the word. Yeah. Know what I mean? So if we're living lifestyles that are contradicting to God's will and word, that means that we don't know his word. Yeah. Or we're just being prideful and not caring. Therefore, you are cold. So, remember the Lord said, rather you cold or hot, not lukewarm. So if you don't want to acknowledge God, don't acknowledge him. But if you're on fire for him, be on fire for him. Yeah. But don't be double dipping. Now, when I say don't double dip, I'm saying I'm talking to the people who willingly give in to something that is outside of God's will. Mm. And it goes against his word. Yeah. Not the peep, not the person who genuinely is struggling. Yeah. Struggling. I'm talking about heart position here. Heart position. Lord, I'm yours. This Thorn in my flesh is afflicting me. Yeah. Lord, give me strategy to get out of this. To struggle with something means that I'm actually put up a, putting up a fight against it. Yeah. To just willingly give in, that ain't struggling. That ain't struggling. Not me. Oh, yeah. We're going to wrestle with God. That's fine. You me tell you why. He loves the proximity. In order for you to wrestle, that means that you have to get closer to him. Jacob wrestled with him. Facts. The result of Jacob's wrestling was his hip got knocked out of socket. What does that represent? His walk changed from that day forward. I'm going to throw this mic at you. Facts. Something's going to change. Yeah. You're not going to look the same. You're not going to be the same. You're not going to talk the same. You're not going to walk the same. Mm-hmm. Lord. Yeah. You bless me with that right there. You bless I mean, me with that. I mean, God, God wants us. He wants us close to him. Yeah. Struggles and all. Facts. And I think. And he's going to walk you through that. He's going to walk with you through it. As I said that, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, um. One one the one the preachers I listened to, I ain't listened to him in a while, but uh Dr. Matthew Stevenson. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember I back when Periscope was just yep. jumping. Popping, yeah. Do I even still have Periscope on my phone? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> has they they I think they integrated in the uh they integrated it in the Twitter. Yeah, I don't even know if I, I know they did. So I think <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's like, What is where's Periscope? Like, right. Right. Like, you can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember uh, he was saying on one, on one of his uh, scopes he was doing, and he might have said it on one of his sermons too. He was like, a lot of people uh, get on like they they say something about him in his church because he got a lot. There's a lot of homosexuals mm-hmm. out there. But he was like, okay, right. If they, they can't come to church, where else they gonna go if they try to get free? They need Jesus. We all need Jesus. Just because your sin is different, you sin differently than somebody else does not make their their sin more worse than yours is. That's the problem. God sees it all as the same, from the smallest white lie to the the, the glad, to murder. I'm so glad you to just murder, I'm so dog. glad you just said that because remember I said earlier 
the context that I've always heard people talk mm-hmm. about their truth mm-hmm. living is always typically of their sexual orientation yeah. or their sexual preference. I look via Pastor uh, Mark Driscoll. I think this is his name. Yeah, I didn't know uh, he did. He did a teaching on you know like the sexual sins of the Bible. Mm-hmm. He gave a whole list. Like there's a lot of them. So you got fornication. Yep. Adultery. Got it. And this is everything that's listed in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Polygamy. Yep. Rape. Yep. Incest. Yep. Homosexuality. Yep. Bestiality. Yep. Prostitution. Yep. Sexual immorality. Yep. And then he also says pagan sexual activity, which orgies basically. Yes. Because back in that day, they would have mm-hmm. orgies as a type of worship to a, a pagan god. Right. Okay. And he made a he made a statement. In light of what you just said, mm-hmm. you know, we've all God gonna see it all as yeah. sin is sin. Yeah. And and in that particular conversation, in that particular message, he was saying, at some point, all of us have probably, you can find yourself in one of these things that you the can. Bible speaks against. You can. So just because this person is doing that or this person is doing this, mm-hmm. it's still wrong in the eyesight of God. That's a definite fact. So, I mean, and we can all, and then, because uh, he broke it down, too, uh, when he talks about sexual immorality in the Greek, mm-hmm. it's the Greek word pornea. pornea. Mm-hmm. So, where, where we get the word porn from? There it is. So, the Bible. It means the selling, the selling of. So, the Bible, yeah. the Bible, the Bible talks about, the Bible really talks about everything in life. <laughs> it's the most applicable word book we got on the earth. So, I mean, no matter what, yes. Homosexuality is wrong. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fornication is Fornication wrong. wrong. Yes. Mm-hmm. Adultery is wrong. Yes. Bestiality is... Lying is wrong. Bestiality is nasty, but... That is very... Um, but people, I mean... I hey, mean, hey, yeah. that, that's what floats that, your boat. That, hey, that's you, floats your boat. By all means... You know what I'm saying? Everything you, is permissible, but it ain't beneficial. Nah, that is not permissible. That, <laughs> that's just, that's <laughs> that's just, just nasty. That's, that, it is. That's, that is. Look, God allow you to do it, but I mean... I mean yeah, it's the consequences thereafter. I mean... I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see. Yeah. That's, that's just nasty. But at, at the end of the day, like we said earlier, yeah. God give he gives you free choice to do whatever you want. There are consequences There's gonna be consequences to it. There's, and there's good consequences for staying inside of his will. There's bad consequences for being outside of it. And here here's the be- here's the beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on how you look at it. There's the old, there's the saying everybody say. Only God can judge me. Facts. Which is correct. Mm-hmm. In the sense of he's the only one that can determine whether you're going to heaven yeah, or hell. That's, that's, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So in that sense, look at here. He's the ultimate judger. As 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 the as the, as the seasoned saints say, uh, have always said when I since I've been growing up, mm-hmm. I ain't got a heaven or hell to put you in. I don't. However, me as a believer, I can inspect your fruit. Yes. And the lifestyle that you live in, I can say, hey, based on what the word says and what you're doing, it's, what you're doing is wrong. You're living foul. Now, whether you accept it or not, hey, that's By on you. Means, that's on you. That's your choice. That's your choice. And see, here's the thing, too. If you come to me and say, tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. Oh, The truth God. I'm going to tell you <laughs> is going to be based on what the word says. There you go. That's the truth. I, that's the only truth I'm giving you. Now, I'm also, yeah, me and you, we real cool. I'm like, look, mm-hmm. as your boy. Mm-hmm. This, 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 and this. What are friends I, are for? That's what I mean, you're supposed to do. I, I'm, I'm gonna try to keep it PG on this conversation. That's all right. 
Um, well, ain't no, ain't that, that conversation <laughs> off air is not PG at all. At all, radar. So I'm trying to keep a PG <laughs> on the mic. On the mic, we're gonna do that. But if you like, if Therese, you come to me right now, you be like, bro, look, I, uh, I don't know, something. Mm-hmm. Got you. I'm like, Negro. If you don't get your, get, yeah, sugar and iced tea, get it together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's. You know I mean? I, but we as believers have to understand what the word of God says about that too is that if if there's all between us you take it to you in private right. and then if I don't if I am not willing to accept your correction you go get some more people you know we can't be afraid we cannot be afraid to seek help for what we're going through. Yeah. What we're going through is reality, but it ain't your truth. And coming coming out of whatever it is that we're dealing with is not easy. Mm-mm. It's not easy. Cuz when you've been ingrained in it for so long, it's 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 but all you know. The beautiful thing about Jesus is he has already provided us yes. a way to get out. Yes, that's what's that's what's so beautiful about him. I, we we as the as the church, and it's not all of us, mm-hmm. but it's sad. But mm-hmm. in the day that we're living in, when you have a bad experience with one, you will almost lump it with yeah, all of us. You do. I've seen that. I've you know what I'm saying? And I I hate that it's like that because we're not. I don't care. I don't care. Right is right or wrong is wrong. If you, Whether you say it or not, if you're doing something wrong, I'm going to tell you, you wrong, and I expect somebody to do the same thing to me. You know I'm saved. You know I'm a mm-hmm. Christian. If you see me doing something wrong, though, call me out. Now, be respectful. I ain't, I ain't, mm-hmm. well, ain't going to take you no disrespect. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But, you know, if, if I'm being, if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think we just, we think just because we say that we got the Lord, we know the Lord, we can still do what we want to do or say what we want to say to people. No. Mm-mm. Cause whether 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 this is why this is why I really don't think we people understand or that we forget sometimes. Christians are not the only ones made in the image of God. No, man is made in the image of God. Man, as in every. If you breathing, if you're a human be human being that's breathing. You are made in the image of God. The fact that we as Christians have come to the realization that Jesus made a way for us to get back to God. His death, his burial, and his resurrection mm-hmm. gave us access back to God because of the fall of Adam mm-hmm. and what Adam and Eve did. We're the ones that have that knowledge. Everybody everybody doesn't believe like we do. Right. But all man is still made in the image of God. That's a fact. Therefore, all man should be treated equally. All men should be treated with respect. We gotta, We can't forget that. Yeah, just because somebody don't believe don't believe like we do, that don't mean you got the right to go disrespect them. Tell them the truth, but you got to tell them the truth in love. I even think Paul, I think Paul said in, uh, I think it's in Colossians, mm-hmm. let your words be seasoned with grace. I think we've forgotten about that. You can still, you, we can tell people the truth, mm-hmm. but the truth still has to be seasoned with grace and love. That's a fact. Now, if you got a relationship with people, 
even those you get in a relationship with, you still got to know how to bring it to them. You know, you still got to know how to bring it to them right. You still, you just can't, we just can't often just be disrespectful to folk. The truth is still going to be the truth. You ain't got to. And it's not predicated on how you feel about it. So. Tweet that. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> you sure did. I did tweet that, see? I've been holding that in my pocket. Um, for those who are in Christ are new creation. Um, it says in Galatians twenty, or Galatians two twenty, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live in me, well, who live, but Christ, Christ who lives, lives in me. me. Yep. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith, faith in the Son of God, God. Yep. who loved me and gave Himself for, for me. me. That's it. Yeah. Though you are in the flesh. We don't live by it. Yeah. So the flesh is our reality. This is what we're living in right now. That's what we see. That's what we see. What we feel. The five senses. Yes. Though I may be an alcoholic, not, not, I'm not saying that I am an alcoholic. I'm just saying, I'm giving an example here. To the person who is an alcoholic, though you may be an alcoholic, that's not your, that is not what, that your truth is. That's your reality, but your truth is wrapped up in the word of God. Mm-hmm. It says that we're not to be drunken with wine. With wine. Wherein is excess. Yes, excess. There you go. The thing is, learn moder you need to learn moderation. Some well, if you're an alcoholic, you probably need to learn just stay away from it in general. Mm-hmm. Because this is where this is where it comes where you need to know what your triggers are. You don't need to be if if a, if you're if you're a recovering alcoholic, you give your life to Christ. It's probably best that you don't go with your go with your friends to a bar. Yeah. All right. Like if you're a vegan, like why would you go to a steakhouse? If you're just not getting into veganism, why would you go to a steakhouse? Knowing that I'm abstaining from meat. Yeah. <laughs> why would you why would you go to a steakhouse? I was getting ready to be petty. I'm not no, you were. But I know you were. I I'm, saw it. I'm not gonna do I'm that. I'm glad you threw it away. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. But everything's wrapped up in pride, yo. And the Bible talks about humbling ourselves and gotta lift us up. Ooh, we we have to humble ourselves, guys. Everything that you're going through, everything that you are in your present state should draw you to be humble. Because when we take pride in it and say, I'm living my truth, you're, <laughs> you're telling God <laughs> You're just showing God you're being you're just too prideful to humble yourself. So the Bible says, uh, we're supposed to humble ourselves. Mm-hmm. God resists the proud, but he gets oh, grace yeah. to the humble. There it is, right okay. there. Yes, right. Right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says it right here. Uh this is James 4. Yeah, James 4. James yeah. 4 and 10. I think it's in Proverbs too. It's, 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 he gives, he gives, but he gives more grace 
therefore, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. Draw near to God, and he will draw you near to him. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. But wretched the mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. Question. Yes. I'm trying to walk on eggshells, but no. Nah, go ahead. I know where you're going. This go is ahead. probably going to go ahead. That's gonna ruffle fellas, bro. It's, it's gonna. But hey, but hey, we we speak we speak in God's truth here. We're dog. talking about pride. So God loves us as individuals. Facts. Nothing will change that. He loves us. He gave His Son for us. He does not. He may not love what we do. Facts. But He loves us. Correct. Same way as we have to love our neighbors, right. regardless. Of their condition. Right. We are to love you regardless. But. Those that that choose to live an alternative lifestyle. Mm-hmm. There is usually. We call it. Pride. Yeah. Have we ever, you ever thought about that? Uh, yeah, I've been there. I was actually alluding to that a couple minutes ago. You missed it. I did, and it, it just came and smacked me right in the face. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was alluding to that. I said that's why we call it pride. It just came to smack like it smacked you in the face. Do we? Do we? Have we ever thought about that? Yeah, I have. That's why we're having this conversation right now. Like, it just literally just hit mm-hmm. me like, whoa. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's that's what that's what any any sin that we just willingly give into. It's pride. It's pride. That's what it all ties back to. It's pride. Like, the world's gonna say this is fine. This is fine. I mean, hey, God lets you. Let's hey, God lets you live, live your life. We, we'll be redundant. God gives us choices. Yeah, He gives us free will. But he also gives us grace there. If you choose, if you choose it. That, that's like in um, it's like in Deuteronomy. Mm-hmm. I think I think I said on, on last episode. I said before you, life and death, mm-hmm. blessings and curses. Yep. He he wants us to choose life, right? But he still gives us the freedom to make that choice. Oh, please tell me I still got it in my notes. Oh, please tell me I still got it in my notes. Oh, if it ain't God. your notes, Lord. Bring oh, it back God. to his memory. Oh God, please be in my notes. Bring it back to his memory, Lord. Oh God, I need, I need this. I need this. I need this. I didn't. Please tell me I didn't delete it. Oh my Uh-oh. gosh, no. Lord, bring it back to his memory. Hang on, it's in here somewhere. The Bible says he'll bring all things back to your remembrance. Yes, 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 he will. Yes, he will. And uh, it was about the tree in the garden. It was a perspective piece. Oh, God. I think I deleted it. That's all good. I meant recently deleted. Are you in here? Are you in here? Is it in there? No, it's not in here either. Oh. God. Mm. Why are you saying that though? Come looking at my notes. One of the verses that I wrote down was John 8 and 32. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Mm-hmm. Truth, like, like we said earlier, truth is always, truth will always lead to freedom. A truth that keeps you bound is not truth at all. So in, mm. the, so in the eyesight of God too, what he wants us to be free. He mm-hmm. wants us. Um, 
what's the uh, John Ten? Uh, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come. Jesus said, "I come that you might have life and more life more abundantly." You know, uh, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Um, God is always He's always about freedom. He's always about liberating us, taking us away, getting us free from the shackles of death, uh, the shackles of sin, that which keeps us bound. Mm-hmm. So, like we said, God, you cannot connect, you cannot disconnect truth from God. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So, is the truth that we're seeking, that we're saying is our truth, in the eyesight of God, is it really... Is our truth connecting us to freedom or is it connecting us to bondage? <laughs> That's the question we gotta have. We gotta ask ourselves in the eyesight of God. That's the only question we need to ask ourselves. So I just wanna throw it out there. Y'all please hit us up in the comments. Hit us up in the inbox. Tell me what you what you're thinking about that. Okay. <clears throat> this is a perspective piece from Jay. This, this cat named Jay Monty is a is a he's a uh, Christian rapper. Right, he said, God puts the tree in the garden to see if we think he's worth resisting it. Mm -hmm. The world is full of sinful opportunities not to torture us, but to test us. Remember, Jesus was led into the wilderness by the spirit to be tempted by Satan. He wouldn't recommend that we ask God to lead us not into temptation just because it sounds cool. No, God leads us into temptation because it's heaven's protocol and the method he has chosen to examine the heart of man. So remember, every time you are faced with an opportunity to give in, you are also given an opportunity to go up. That's heavy and loaded. Because I always thought about it. When I saw that, I was like, ooh, Wow. God put all these trees in the garden and told them, hey, don't touch that one. That one right there is mine. They went against the command, don't touch that tree. Don't eat of its fruit. But you can have all these other trees. You got a thousand trees, but that's a thousand and one trees, and a thousand of them you can touch, but that one tree you can't touch. That's a loaded statement. It is. Except with this way, but what we're talking about here is there's a million and one different ways to live your life, but I'm I'm offering you to take on the one that I'm offering. Wide is the way. Narrow is the gate. Be honest, unless you got something else to say. Nah, I think I'm going to, yeah, I think, <laughs> I, yeah, I think we need to end it on that one. Mm-hmm. Y'all, let us know what y'all think about the yes, conversation. please I, do, guys. I, I really want to hear. It's it's not an easy conversation. It's a conversation that has to be had, regardless if you like it or not. That's okay. Yeah. We re- Look, it's all respect at the end of the day. Please be respectful. It's all respectful at the end of the day. It's just a perspective. This is a perspective. It's all. And we love talking to taboo. This is a taboo conversation. It, it is. But we ain't trying to, like, but 
And if we seem insensitive, okay, whatever. <laughs> I mean, hey, just being honest, being be real about it, being yeah. real about it. I mean, it, it, someone's gonna label it hate speech, whatever. Okay. Yeah. But y'all, y'all let us know. We, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. At, I'm, I'm cool that, with. I'm at that place right now. Like, I'm yeah. at. I'm at that. Look, dude. I'm telling you, man. Just be honest. How I've been feeling this year. A lot of stuff that happened last year done pissed me off. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. This is our platform. Say piss. And I'm at this place now where God, like God is really, he's really, he's done so much. He's done so much for me. Yeah. He's done so much for me. I mean, I've got, I've got, I got a child on the way. I have a wonderful wife. I have a beautiful little boy. I'm talking like, I have a great family. I got great friends, all this and that. And I hold myself accountable the most mm-hmm. because I see my son. He sees, he does what I do. He's watching. So when I eat my dinner on the couch and I tell him to go eat at his table, he's like, no, daddy, I sit on couch. Why? Because he's watching me. Yep. He's watching me. He is under my headship, my yep. leadership. I got to make sure that I don't do anything that one goes against what I'm preaching to my son. Yep. So if I sit there, I'm, I can't be do as I say, but don't do as I do. Oh, is that right? Do do as I say, not as I do. There right. it is. I can't be like that. I can't be like that. And know that we can, we can't be that way with the word of God. Right. It's, yo, you either in or you out. Like that's. I mean, at the end of the day, when we get to heaven, that's what it's gonna be. Yep. It's either you sliding with the Lord or you rocking the other way. Facts. Just being blunt about it. That's the truth. Just being blunt about it. So somebody ain't going to like this conversation. Okay. At the end of the day, live your life. I love you. Yeah. I grant I grant God, I grant mercy and grace to you. We can still go get some burgundy. Facts. We ain't got to agree on everything. Our views may be different. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's all respect, dog. I could take disagreement. I'm not going to accept disrespect. No, nah, I'm not, not going to. No, 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 no. Yeah. And that's fine. You can disagree. Don't disrespect me, though. Because when you disrespect me, you dis- if I come in the name of the Lord and everything that I model lines up with that, you're not disrespecting me, you're disrespecting him. Yep. That's the truth. So? So, yeah, y'all, y'all let us know. You know, uh, like we said earlier, um, we are very open to your input. So, you know, let us, let us know your thoughts on this conversation. That sounds proudful. I'm sorry, man. Uh, some people going to take it that way. I'm Look, I'm... That ain't look. I just I'm at that place, man. It's let me help you, bro. You you can't. I can't please everybody, dog. And you can't fix how people filter what they hear. That's true. That's true. Take it how you want. Because I'm, the the sad truth the sad truth is a lot of like we said earlier, mm-hmm. like Elder Mark Moore said, mm-hmm. the love language of this generation is offense. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of what people are hearing is being filtered through offense. Is being filtered through hurt. Yeah. So, it's it's j- just like a a just like God gives it to a preacher, they got to give the word whether people want to hear it or not, because mm-hmm. they're gonna be held accountable for it. So don't I, yeah. I, on, on this one, yeah. I, I don't think it's uh, we're not wrong to just you know put it out there. This pla- like we this like we said, bro. This platform is all about us. Yeah. We, we just get yeah. the conversation started. We're offering perspective. We give everybody has the right and the freedom to agree or disagree. Yeah. 
only thing we want to do is just get the conversation started. So, bro, don't. Yeah. But just go. Ahead, just go ahead and take take that out. Take that weight off your shoulders, bro. Yeah. In all in all of this, like this is what First Peter six, uh, First Peter one, six and seven. In all this, you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief and all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perish even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor mm. when Christ Jesus is revealed. Yeah. On that note, this is another different this is another episode <laughs> of High Definition <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> y'all hit us up. And y'all remember to live life from the highest definition. We're gonna catch y'all in the next episode.